What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Dustin and Tanya podcast. We are so happy to be here today. I'm your host, Dustin, <laughs> and this is my wife, Tanya. Hi, guys. Welcome back. And we are excited to talk to you guys today. We got these shirts on. Yeah, we're matchy-matchy. Kinda. Yeah, mine's kind of sweaty. But yours is sweaty. Yeah, but we're matchy-matchy. <laughs> um, and there's a reason for that. Yes. Uh, for the last... It's actually 14 weeks, but for the last 12 weeks, we went through a um, study, I want to call it, at at church. Um, It's called Freedom, and that's why I should say Freedom. It's pretty easy to figure out. It's probably going to be the name of this podcast, so by now, you're starting to like put some things together here, but what is freedom? What is it about? And ultimately, we have this whole ceremony this weekend, and so we just wanted to share what it was. What, what we kind of got from it, what our biggest takeaways were and stuff like that, and how using the resources of your church, using the resources of your community, using the resources of social media and the networks that you're a part of and, and things like that, we just want to share some of the things that we've been doing that have ultimately helped us get to where we are today. Yeah, for sure. So like Dustin said, it was a 12-week study. Um, that we decided when we moved to Frisco and we got plugged into the church, um, one of the courses that they had was this 12-week freedom class. And so we immediately plugged into it and basically it divides up so men and women are separate, separated in the classes because there's things that you talk about that are things that you've gone through in your life, past experiences that maybe could have been traumatic or whatnot, and you just kind of want to create a safe space for people to open up and to work through the things that they have dealt with. And so um, I met with my group every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. It was usually about a two-hour ordeal, and we would dive into this this book that they gave you, and you just start doing work through it. Yeah, and for me, I, I, when we got saved, I got saved last September, you got saved last May, but Ultimately, last September, we both got baptized on a Sunday morning. And from then, we have done everything we could to run with God, have a closer connection with God, a better understanding of God, be connected to the church, be plugged into the resources, do everything that we possibly could to be a part of and be better. I don't even like to call them Christians, to be better followers of Jesus. And so from that point, we have done everything we could to do the things that were available to us. And so immediately when we moved here in January or December uh, of the end of the last year, we, I immediately started going to a Saturday morning group called Mighty Men. And it's where all the men go on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. I immediately plugged into that. And from there, like two weeks later, I had the opportunity to start Freedom, which was literally right after Mighty Men on Saturday morning. So from 7 a.m. till basically 11 a.m. every Saturday for the last 14 weeks, I have been at the church as a part of. Now, on top of that, we would also go to marriage on Wednesday night, uh, encounter, night. encounter night, like Sunday mass. Like this is what we did, right? So we dove straight into it. And that's actually going to be part of what I talk about today. But ultimately, we took advantage of the resources that were made available to us. And we signed up for the things that made sense for us, right? And so for us, freedom was something that we wanted to be a part of. And it was something that maybe we could get some things from. Mm -hmm. And so we signed up and we went straight for it. 
And in freedom, you know, we learned about the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. The tree of life is basically the, the tree that walking with God wants you to be in. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil is kind of the tree that the devil wants to drag you over to. So imagine the story of Adam and Eve. Ultimately, Eve eats this piece of fruit. And it, you can think of it as fruit. You can think of what, but ultimately it was, she got knowledge about things that they were not supposed to know, right? And so they were in the tree of good and evil. And ultimately, they all of a sudden knew that they were naked. And they knew that something had, yeah, they're, they're, they had shame already. And so when God came looking for them, he knew that something was wrong because they were hiding. And how did you know this? So ultimately, they took in information that they weren't supposed to know, right? So long story short, that is ultimately what freedom is, is stopping some of the information and helping us become free of some of the things that have held us back from the choices we made in our past, some sins we have committed, or some things that have happened to us. Things, yeah, absolutely. Any, any, all of these things was basically what freedom was about in a 30-second version of what it was, yeah. right? And it was available to our church, so, so we signed up for it. And, and ultimately, Tanya and I have done a ton of personal reflection. We've done a ton of personal journey space. We've done a ton of personal growth and development and all this stuff before we started freedom so we knew we would probably get something from it and it was going to be a good opportunity and what we would do is we would both study for the week and then we would talk about it amongst ourselves and then we would both go to our groups and we would probably talk about it again and then we would kind of move on to the next week yeah for sure and i know for me like going through it, I had a very open mind, like, wow, I know that I've done so much work already. So I'm really curious to see what would show up for me. And to be honest with you, throughout the course, there really wasn't a whole lot of like, wow moments, because it was like, a lot of the stuff I've already worked through, I knew that this had happened, what it cost me. Um, and so for me personally, in the 12 weeks, a lot of what I got from it was an understanding more of God and uh, my relationship with him and learning how to build that relationship up and grow closer to God. Yeah. And I dig that. And that, that I think ultimately there was some things that came up. They were, you know, little things, we call them little things, but yeah. they were still seeds in our life that were causing problems because we still have, we're carrying them on. And so number one, we understand that this is kind of a relationship podcast. Yeah. So the biggest and, 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 and foremost thing that I want to discuss is that we did it together. Mm -hmm. Although she went to girls group and I went to boys group, we did it at the same time together so that we were getting free along the way together. And then we knew, like, we literally would sit down and talk about this is what kind of came up for me and this is what kind of came up for you. And let's discuss how this has affected us and, and things like that. So it also helped us grow in our relationship, Yeah, I think, in our marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, you know, when you're going through the thing together, you're, you're experiencing things. So you know and understand what the other person is going through, what they maybe they're experiencing. And of course, as you're working on the same weeks at the same time, you know what can kind of come up out of that, you know, whether it's anger or, or whatever. And so it made it easier to approach and be like, yo, this kind of came up for me. Um, and they know what you're going through in that type of sense because we were working through it together. Yeah. So ultimately, it was a cool 12-week course we got to take. You know, I think it was a total of like $40 
Uh, I think yeah. it was $20 to take the course for the book and then $20 for the celebration yeah. something like that. Either way, it was a very inexpensive, we'll call it free or inexpensive mm -hmm. course that ultimately helped us know ourselves better. It helped me and you know each other but better, excuse me, and it helped us have a better understanding with God. And so it was totally worth the resources that were available to us. And I feel like that's a lot of what I'm touching on here is there's a ton of resources available to you at your church, in your network, and on social media, in whatever, whatever. Like if you are struggling with somebody, with something or someone, reach out to people, reach out to your networks, reach out to your church, reach out to whatever it is that you are connected to. If it's something that you want to discuss, like shoot us a message. And if we can help, we'll, we'll do what we can. But ultimately, don't be afraid and don't sit in silence because silence is where the devil likes to keep us is divided and silent because that, that's where you die off on your own. So ultimately, that's the most I want to talk about that. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to talk about, um, I don't know if you're making a celebration. Next. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, the celebration portion. So we worked all these, you know, portions through the 12 weeks and, you know, started working through stuff, opening our eyes more to things that, you know, could be things that we've dealt with. And, you know, I mentioned how in the 12 weeks, I didn't really feel like a whole lot came up for me. But when we came to the celebration, and I'm not going to talk much about the celebration itself, but I just want to say that that was when it was more of a opening for me. And it was like, wow, there's these things that I knew that had happened, but they're still popping up. So it's not something I've completely released yet. Although I felt like I've worked through it, it's not something that I completely released because it's still showing up for me. And so it was an opportunity for me to recognize that and completely set that free. And I think that was the most beautiful moment for me was that these 12 weeks were incredible to get to know but the celebration itself was the the icing on the cake for me because that was the moment that I actually was like I understand this fully now and, and what it did for me I dig that and like you said I'm, we're not at all going to share with you what all happened but ultimately there was some guest speakers you know we worked through some stuff we prayed on some things and and ultimately became free of sins and, and pasts and things that have held us back in, 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 the, in the past. So some of the topics that we touched on was like pride and mammon, rejection, purity. fear, purity, abuse, shame, and anger. Yeah. And for me, like we said, it was really cool because like I, we worked through a ton of this stuff and, and little bits and pieces would come up and, and discuss them and things like that. And, and so for me, at the celebration, I had kind of a really cool experience where I was almost joyful. I was almost smiling. I was almost at peace with who I was, the sins that I've committed, the things that I've been through, the, you know, the parents and the growing up and the, well, this didn't happen for me. And this was a whatever, whatever. And, and, and for me, it was like, I have worked so hard to, to work on myself and work with God and ask for forgiveness and prayer and all these things that as these situations popped up over the celebration, it was like, honestly, like nothing really sticks out for me. You know, like I honestly just want to be prayed for and kind of continue on listening and, and feeling whatever needs to come up or boil up to the surface. 
So for me, it was like really, really cool because it was seeing just how far we have come, seeing just how much stuff we have worked through and seeing the other side of where like, I now understand what anger was in my life. Yeah. I now understand the shame I and, and guilt I carried from an abortion and, and from, you know, treating you poorly in, in certain areas of our lives and, and feeling rejected from at a young age and things like that. Like, I now understood that like that was causing me some of the things throughout my life that ultimately turned me into who I am today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would say the exact same thing, you know, the, I had, I remember rejection coming up and it was like, wow, there's, there's these moments that I understand now, like why I turned to de like felt depression and all these things because of some things that happened where I had felt rejected in my life. And I didn't understand that that was actually a point of rejection that I felt. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that a lot of it was just like seeing it and be like, now that makes sense of where I'm at. And, and to have that peace yeah. feeling like, wow, we've, we've come a long way right. and um, to truly feel that peace and that freedom from it. And hear me, I want to say we were not perfect. Oh, it, gosh, was, no. it was, there was <laughs> definitely stuff that was coming. Out. I was a bawling mess on the second day. I, I, I was like, oh, I don't know why I'm just crying, but yeah. it was, it was very emotional. Yeah. And like I said, it was not that we were perfect. It's just like certain things you know, there wasn't a ton of real big, heavy stuff that was coming on to us yeah. as, as we had worked through a lot of stuff previously. Mm -hmm. So one thing uh, that, that really stuck out for me was when it came to anger. And you kind of like, you know, wait and see what comes up for you, so to speak. So as anger came up, I remember literally just smiling. And, and she she's smiling because <laughs> she knows for much of my life, anger ran my life mm -hmm. anger ran my life for a long part of my life and i like to look at it as like my body was fueled by anger like some people drink energy drinks or <laughs> coffee like i was fueled by anger and i mean that like from the biggest sense of the word and i never knew how to describe it i never knew how to tell people what i felt on the inside i never knew how to share what was going on. Like, I never wanted to say the things that I said. I never wanted to do the things that I did. But once I had said and done them, like once the lid had popped off, once the pressure cooker had reached its max capacity, it was all hell broke loose. Mm -hmm. And I mean that, like there was times that I was upset. There was times that I was mad. And then there was times that the flip switched and when the flip switched there Look was out. not a lot and I honestly can say there was not a lot I could do once the flip switched and sometimes it took hours sometimes it took milliseconds mm -hmm. and so Tanya's literally been in a room before where the flip has switched his eyes turned black and you just like yeah, and, and it's it's like it's very scary. It's very unnerving. And unfortunately, in my family, we call that the bomb guard in us. And so that's my mother's maiden name. Um, that was something that is what I call a generational curse. It was passed down from generation to generation. And nobody ahead of me has decided to end that curse or to stop or to put their foot down and say, this ends with me. And so ultimately, I was the chain breaker of this generational curse. 
And I know this because it made me smile when it came up. So I am going through all this and it's all like coming to me and like understanding at one point, I remember I had a TV in our garage and it fell onto my Durango, uh, which was my vehicle at the time. And it literally put an $800 debt into the fender of my Durango. Now I remember going outside and seeing what had happened. And Tanya had ran to the store to get candy for Halloween. Yeah, it was Halloween night and I came home. And we yeah. were only, we had been together like six months. It was six I months. think I had just asked you to marry me. I think so. Yeah, yeah you and, did. And okay. so yeah. we're like real fresh in our relationship. <laughs> and she has not, yeah, you had already seen this side of me one time. At the bar. Yeah. yeah. And so this TV fell onto my truck. And I grabbed that by the cord. And I'm telling you, when the flip switched, there was not a lot that I could do. I stood in the driveway for probably 30 minutes, picking the TV up and slamming it onto the concrete and kicking it and beating on. I literally went and got a hammer and I was smashing this TV into pieces and my blood was boiling. I mean, I could taste blood in my mouth. I was smashing this TV relentlessly, just destroying it. And in the meantime, she had come home. Yeah, I came home and saw it and I was just like, I'm not even gonna ask. I'm just gonna go in the house. He'll come and talk to me when he's done. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. And I remember I heard silence and I like peeked, like went to the porch and I peeked outside and you were sitting on the the table at the table and I was like you good <laughs> yeah and I was smoking a cigarette like yeah, yeah and that was when like the boiling of my blood had finally stopped and it, like once it was gone then it was like that huge dopamine release where it was like almost just exhausting right yeah. and so I remember having instances like that my whole life like being so mad and people were like why are you so mad and literally my answer is I don't know, like, this is just who I am. Yeah. And you, my mother has had it, you know, we've talked about other family members having it and, and, and we've all joked about like, oh yeah, that's just the bomb guard in him. And like, unfortunately it's not fun and it's not funny. And for me, it was one of the things that I needed to break yeah. because it's, it's unhealthy, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's, so for years now, I've been working on mine. And I want to say, like, because like Dustin said, I've been there through witnessing both ends and to just see the person that you are now and to like the things that used to completely anger you before and they don't like, for instance, last year in Utah, we, um, I was driving to go to work. And I backed out and I didn't see the pole and I swiped the mirror right off of the car. <laughs> and I went and I was like, oh my gosh, Justin's gonna be so upset because I was just used to that, right? And so I get there and I like, I'm crying and I'm telling him like, I just broke the mirror. And he's like, so like, we'll just get a new one. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, you're so calm. And so like, just to see the change in you from where you were to where you are like it's it's incredible the work that you've done to reverse that yeah and it's taken tons and tons and tons of work and i can't say that you know freedom was like the it was the last 
straw, so to speak, yeah. right? That, that like really made me realize just what, number one, what anger had been in my life yeah. and how free of anger I am today. Don't think I can't get mad. I'll call <laughs> off and tell you right now. But it's, it's it takes a lot. <laughs> it, it, it does. And it's also that like, I don't get that boiling, overwhelming, uncontrollable pit in my store I just know like I said like taste blood eyes turn black next thing you know I've said stuff and done stuff that I ultimately did not want to do but it happened and that's something that I just had to live with and so as we are going through freedom this last weekend and anger comes up and I go up to 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 do what I needed to do and pray and all that stuff like I literally was just smiling and it was that like, this is how far you've come. Yeah. This is what it has taken for you to literally become free of your anger and leave it at the cross for God to take so that you don't have to experience that, so that you don't have to be that person anymore. And nobody after you has to do that again. You faced it. You stopped it. You ended it. You broke this chain. Now... We don't have to pass it on any farther. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from freedom after experiencing it was the ability to, no matter what you face in your life, whether something has happened to you or whatnot, but the ability to see people with God's lenses. So it's easy to, like we talked about abuse and like if you were a person who was abused and like it's, it's, it can be very hard to forgive a person who abused you, but to understand and see people who have experienced things and to see that they have forgiven those people and they now see them in a different light. It's like they got God's lenses to view these people. So they're no longer seeing them through their eyes they're seeing them through God's eyes and God loves everybody, no matter who you are what you've done he loves you and so to be able to see that and um it kind of actually goes back to we watched a movie a, a few weeks ago called the shack i think it was called and it, it kind of like touched on that as well where when somebody goes through when somebody does something it, it's hard to see like what they're doing is right and i'm not saying that people who do evil things are good people and doing but to understand like what happened to them to cause them to do that? What was their life like? Like, say for instance, if, if you, you know, your, your parent abused you, what did your parent experience in their childhood that made them want to be that way or to act that way or to think that that was the way that they were supposed to act? And I'm not saying that I'm condoning and saying like that that behavior is great. I'm just saying that this course open my eyes to see that no matter even what they're doing is wrong to just have to just pray for them and just be like, I don't know what you experienced in your life that made you feel that you have to act the way that you do, but I pray for you because whatever you experienced must have been completely awful to make you want to do that. And I think it's just to be the ability to look at people differently 
with God's eyes and love, love them for who they are. Not saying I condone their behavior or whatnot, but just to love them and pray for them. And I think that was the biggest takeaway that I got from that. Yeah. Being non-judgmental yeah. or, or like it goes back to generational curses. Like if that person is that way, there's a good chance that their parent was the same way to them mm -hmm. or a teacher or a somebody was that way to them so that's a learned thing and i'm not saying that because you learned it it's okay right. but it's like now you understand that maybe they've had a tough go at it too mm -hmm. so instead of like oh well, that guy's just a psycho or whatever whatever it's like what have they experienced how can you know how can we pray for them instead of judging them like yo don't be like that how can we pray for them or, or hope that they get the help that they need so that they can end it in their lives too. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, there was like 200 and some pages that we went through. Oh yeah. And in the book, so we're going through this book every week and, and, and throughout the whole thing, my biggest takeaway, my biggest lesson from the whole thing, I think my biggest takeaway was the anger thing. My biggest lesson throughout yeah. the whole thing was two words. And they're the only two words that are squared in my book. And it's willingness and ability. And, and as you guys know, if, if you followed us for any amount of time, last September, I got saved. Last September, we got baptized together. Long story short, since then, we've literally been running 100 miles an hour as fast as we could with God, for God, to God, as much as we could get, as, as fast as we could get it. Yeah, and, and, and we're just head first in into this relationship with God and, and with ourselves and with each other. And it's just been really, really cool. But ultimately, when I, I'm reading, it was in chapter four of the book, and it, and it came down to it said, when you are saved by God, you are immediately given the ability to have a relationship with God. And I was like, man, so right away, I have the ability to have a relationship with God. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. What does that mean, though? A couple sentences down, it says, so once you have the ability to have a relationship with God, you then enter into a process. And the length and duration and difficulty of said process boils down to your willingness to do the freaking work, in my paraphrase words. <laughs> but basically, God's saying, look, the second that you are saved, you have the ability to have a relationship with me. Now, from there, you're going to enter into a process to change your mind, change your heart, change who you are, from being a sinner to becoming a follower of Jesus Christ. And so from that point, it comes down to, how willing are you to take that ability and grow with God in your relationship? And like I said, for us, it's literally like we're at church three or four days a week, not saying we're better than anybody else. Read the Bible, faith music, you know, Daniel fast. I've done several fasts since, you know, in the last seven yeah. months. Um, just a true hunger for more, for God, for it's what we talk about. It's what we pray about. It's what we do. And in our willingness is immensely larger than it's ever been in our lives. And our connection with God is immensely larger than it's ever been in our lives. And so when he gave us that ability and we added in our willingness, our relationship grew immensely. That's what I can say. And I, we've had people say like, well, I've been doing this for 17 years and I've never had anything like that. And all I can think of 
You gave them the ability. Mm-hmm. How willing have you been to have that relationship? I don't have the answer. Right. I just know that willingness and ability were the two words that stuck out to me, and they made perfect sense when it comes to the relationship that I have today with you, with me, because I take that willingness everywhere. I was just going to say, like, we're talking about, you know, freedom, but this is a, a relationship podcast. So the willingness goes not just for your will, the willingness to have a relationship with God, but how is your willingness to have a relationship with your spouse? And what is your willingness to put in the effort to make that marriage work and to grow that marriage yeah. and to make it better every single day? And like, I remember when we got married, um, they all, and I'm sure they talk about it everywhere, but like the deposit box, right? Oh, yeah. You should always be depositing into it. So how willing are you? Like, how often are you depositing into your relationship? What is your willingness to continue to put deposits in there every single day to help that relationship grow and flourish? Yeah, and ultimately, like, we got a few areas of our lives that we deem matters most to us. And it, it really, like, how willing are you to not eat all the foods that you want all the time mm-hmm. to have a healthy body? How willing are you to exercise every day? How willing are you to put money aside in the savings? How willing are you to, and really when it comes down to it, your ability mm-hmm. to have a relationship with God, your ability to succeed, your ability to have a relationship with you, your ability to succeed in life as a whole yeah. comes down to your willingness to do the freaking work. Absolutely. That's so good. <laughs> well, guys, <we're> done. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> um, just to kind of wrap it up, you guys, like, honestly, freedom was a really great course, course for us. <laughs> and um, it, it really, as we spoke about, it opened up a lot of things for us, helped us understand some things, and ultimately grow our relationship even deeper with God. Um, and with each other. Absolutely. And I, I really think that, you know, maybe your church doesn't put on a 12 week um, freedom course, but I'm sure that there are other resources out there. Or, like Dustin said, check your community, check YouTube, online. There's so much stuff on YouTube. There and is social so media. much information. And so, if you're willing to um, look for ways to improve whatever it is that you're trying to do or to grow in certain areas or to, to whatever it is, there is so much resources out there, guys. You just have to be willing to look for it. Um, and, you know, there's there's something that you can find for anything. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, you know, I'll be honest. Like, we've been to AA and NA. Like, I've struggled with addiction and things like that. Like, even they were good programs. They helped yeah. you to develop into a better person. And ultimately, like, self-development and, and willingness and ability all comes down to you doing the work to get free from the things that are ultimately holding you back either from your past or your present or possibly into your future if you continue to do the same things you've always done so with that we highly suggest that you look for resources that are available to you i know this one was a gold mine for us i'm sure there's stuff all over out there for you but ultimately get plugged in see what's out there, learn to, and be willing to develop yourself, develop your relationship, develop your relationship with God, and just see how fruitful your life can become. Absolutely. So with that, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching this episode. If there's anything that you want to see in the near future, put it in the comments below, and we will also tag our socials 
as well. So you can follow us there. That's right. With that, we appreciate you guys. Catch you on the next one.